0: among them hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my Independence Report. welcome everybody to perhaps beginning to be one of my favorite segments of the week uh which is uh transient trans it's somebody and somebody else no it's it's transient transient and that is eric hall over there and Hi there. how you doing buddy i'm good how you doing kevin good you know uh as always happens in my life um Unique things come to my mind, and suddenly I have to play them out. And so this is one of those. Uh, and you know nothing about what I'm about to do, so this is a surprise. Uh, for I you. love surprises, <laughs> and, and it'll be it'll be fun. For, first of all, I got to say, um, my independence report. Please um, subscribe to it, uh, go and like it, and in, enjoy the uh, the things that I do because I talk to an, an amazing. Did I say amazing amount of really cool people, authors and psychics and mediums and people that have done some really unique things? And one of the reasons why uh, I was thinking about this as as we were getting ready to come on the air, you're the only one, the only one that has no agenda at all. No, I don't. Except, <laughs> except one thing.
1: Hello, you- Kenya. <laughs> Okay, you're going to have to
0: explain that. Well,
1: I've always wanted to say hello, Kenya, and I understand that you have people in Kenya that listen to your show. You, you get so many downloads a, a week in, in Kenya, which I think is absolutely wonderful. It is. So I'm, I would just like to take a moment and say hi, Kenya.
0: Very. I love <laughs> your food. <laughs> Are you really? Except they've got snakes there.
1: Yeah, I've heard that. Big snakes, too.
0: Yeah, I have a friend that, uh, well, he works at South Base, and, yeah. um, and he's from Kenya. And he, he tells me, now, other people have said that's not possible, but he tells me that they have a pet cobra. A pet cobra. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because it didn't want to leave, I guess. And, and so oh. <laughs> rather than it's getting mad at them, they said, okay, well, come on in. <laughs> You know, you can take care of the mice and stuff, and, and we'll just leave you alone and it's um, out of your
1: way. Exactly.
0: <laughs> another another reason why I'm
1: not going to Kenya. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is why I love the Northwest. We
0: really don't have anything to worry about. No, we really don't. But the reason but you know? the reason that you know, because of the fact that this is a couple things, it's the middle of the week. Um, I've already done some podcasts this week. I've I put some up. And, uh, but because it's the middle of the week and you have taken an active interest in some of the things that I'm, that I'm doing and the people that I'm interviewing. So yeah. I want to know if you as being an innocent bystander have yeah. any questions about some of the things that we've talked about or think that, that, uh, some of them are, are a little bit out there. When did you, what's your, what's your honest opinion? Um,
1: my honest opinion. I love the variety that you do and the positive nature that you present uh all of your show you know i mean the guests that you get they're all uh positive in in nature they have something to add to the positive nature of humanity because let's face it there's a lot of negativity there's a lot of drawbacks about being human This seems to be emphasized in our day-to-day lives and yeah, uh hey. The, the great thing about, you know, the My Independence Report is that it's a breath of fresh air because it's a, a nice uh, insight into the nice things that uh, we can and should be doing for each other.
0: Well, I'll give you an example. This week, we, we've already talked about uh, um, Michael Newton's book, Life Between... Well, it's uh, um, Journey of Souls, which is about life between lives. We've talked about bipolar. We've talked about uh, um, grief um, yeah. And amongst other things, so we are. It's it's a pretty wide ranging discussion. Um, but why the, the reason I like having it with you is because you live in the normal real world. I well, let me take that back. I don't know if it's the normal world. Very live- few people accuse me of that. You know, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, this is why I really like being here. You say things
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you live in the in the real world of what it's like every day in our society because you have to because you drive a bus for king county metro
1: yeah interestingly enough um i walk away at the end of the day thinking that
0: uh i'm in the normal part of the world exactly well you you, you know? are what, what you are because i drove bus for 11 years and so i know where you are you are a cross between normalcy and the weird shit that goes on on a bus on a a regular basis, you're kind of that conduit between the two worlds. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's uh, And, you know, there are really two worlds happening out there. Uh, Or I should say, you know, there might be more than two worlds happening out there, but there is a distinct difference between the people that are living in the streets and the people that are not. And the people that are not may have their issues with each other. But the people that are living in the streets have a whole separate world to them. And you see little things that uh, they struggle with that you and I probably would never think of. For instance, I was driving down Third Avenue, and I was at James Street. And there is this woman that uh, I see often. In fact, uh, I've seen her before when she's wearing two pairs of shoes. One, she's got sneakers on her feet and then she's got sandals that strap up to, you know, mid, uh, mid, uh, mid height on her, uh, just below her knees that are off to the side, you know, dragging on the ground as she walks. And she struggles with whatever reality that she comes in and out on. And she was with this gentleman and they were going through the garbage and separating the garbage in a very interesting way that was either recyclable, which I thought was amazingly astute. (laughs) Yeah. You know, amazingly astute. They were going through the garbage and separating what was recyclable and what was not. And then
0: they put it all back in again. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, it's, was this a uh, um, a garbage bin by a grocery store or someplace where they, no? No, it was down at uh,
1: 3rd and James. So it would have been between, it would have been across the street from the uh, court building. And then there's some kind of uh, resonance on this west side of the street and the east side is the legal building the court building so it was, it was just fascinating to sit there and watch them and you know that that street there that's where people hang out because of that residence you know and they get uh sponsor they get state uh, subsidies and who knows you know what else they get but the way they spend their time Is so different from what you and I and and most of us that probably are listening right now uh, do and and why they were why they felt determined to empty the garbage can and break it up into something recyclable and then go back and put it back into the garbage can is beyond me. But they are very intense about it and (laughs) she was determined to do it correctly.
0: Well, you got you know, we all got to do something with our day. And if you don't if you don't have a, you know, like a job or you don't have anything meaningful to do, then you can pick your own thing that that's meaningful. And they can sitting by the fire that night, they could talk about uh, all the things that they found and I, I guess I don't I don't know. You know, the one thing that I've always wondered about is is homeless people um how can I say this relatively delicately? Um, okay, I can't. So, at the, picture if you will. It's three o'clock in the morning. You're in your tent. You don't have a porta potty nearby because they planned for not having a porta potty nearby. Uh, so, um, where do you poop? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I know what they do, but it's. Uh... What, well, okay, okay, and, and do, 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 what do they do? Well, I've, I've seen them, you know, walk into the middle of the street and do it right in the middle of the street. I've seen others, you know, they've actually got a bowl or they've got, you know, some sort of place where that they go and then save it for the morning and then take it wherever
0: or bags or, you know, leave it as it is. You know, the one story that I did hear is, you know, those five-gallon buckets, that, the white buckets that, that uh, pickles oh, yeah. and stuff comes in for restaurants? Yeah, yeah. I've heard of some of them ingeniously buying um, a bag of kitty litter and oh. putting kitty litter at the bottom of this thing and then use that. To go pee or do whatever they have to do, I just I just think that you must have if 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 you're going poop in that thing, you have incredible aim. That's all. Wow. So, well,
1: you know, I've seen those camping uh, solutions where they've got the camping seat on those buckets.
0: Oh, there, there you go. There, you, there you go. So it's 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 a whole different world that you live in, but at the same time, it's also a normal world that you live in and um so and i live in a completely different type of world because most of the people that i talk to every I, on a daily basis are are really driven are passionate about what they do they've either got a book or what they what they're talking about and it really is a, an uplifting thing for me how does a bus driver and i know how i did it but how does a bus driver specifically the one named eric how does he keep a positive attitude when uh, uh, he's doing this 45 hours a week. Besides that. (laughs) This is
1: tobacco, by the way. Um, You have to have a thick thin skin. And I I write about it from time to time when I just get fed up. I just get fed up with what I see. And I come home, I I close the door, and I have to see something that I can laugh at, a sitcom. Or sometimes I just have to go out and, and see something elegant have to take out take myself out to a really nice place for dinner, go to an art gallery, go to a museum, you know, see something where people put some positive energy into their life and produce something really fine. You know, rather than see people and God help them because there's probably a reason why they're in that state and I understand that. So please understand me when I say this. But when you see people every day, that accept the circumstances for what they are for whatever reason it is as an observer i need to get away from that and appreciate people that put in effort into producing something of higher effort which to me in my mind means you know fine art uh, fine dining uh, sometimes an excellent uh, a book uh uh, Boutique with uh, fancy wares, you know, great homeware, you know, whatever it is, fine living. I love architecture, so a walk, you know, in some great neighborhood, those things with with wonderful landscaping, those things work for me. It's a reminder that uh, there is a place where your efforts are rewarded in some aesthetic
0: way. You know, I noticed the one thing that you didn't say is you... I like to go out and hang out with people after I get done driving the bus. uh,
1: Well, yeah, there's that too. There's that too. But there's also because it's easy to complain. Oh, yeah. And I hate to subject people. Yeah. And sometimes it's a downer to complain to people all the time about what I've seen which is why I probably don't write as much as I do about it. Because to me, it's it's just complaining, complaining, complaining about what I see. And and really, what is the solution? We all know that uh, whatever solution there is, do we really know what it is? Apparently not. Not in Seattle, anyway. Not in Seattle. I don't know of any culture since culture's got large, that there's ever been a solution. I think the only responsible, I'm going out on a limb here, but I think the only responsible societies are ones that are small enough that every person counts
0: in a real way. No, I agree with you. Um, especially in some of the smaller countries in Europe, they have a completely different style or manner that they that they're going to run their country. Um, I, I was talking with a gal yesterday and about, um, she's written a book about, uh, her, uh, life as a, as of having bipolar and bipolar, which is used to be called manic depressive. Now it's, oh. it's, uh, bipolar is the current term that they use. And without medication, it's, it's a chemical imbalance in the brain. And without medication, you cannot be normal. You cannot you. you. So you're going to go up and you're going to go down. Think of how many people that are on the street that are that need this medication. But but because our society has taken the position that we're not going to help people like that uh, or we don't seem to that that they have really no choice. And that's where a lot of the the manic depressive, you know, you, you, you sometimes they're real up and sometimes they're really down, and then that, that comes from. And there's not a thing that you as a bus driver or I could do anything about that. We can just give them a ride, you know, give them a transfer. And that's and that's the but you know, do people make you laugh on the bus? Oh sure, oh sure. You know, um
1: yeah, some people are comical, even when they don't mean to be. And you have to be careful about that. <laughs> but, yeah, people sometimes, it, it, it could be funny. Sometimes people are funny.
0: You have to be really careful. Now, I want to talk... A little, go a little bit negative, a little, not, not negative, but but there's some things that have been happening lately in our world that are, are a little tough. And uh, we, we experienced that uh, last year. We did have one of our bus drivers who was shot, and um, two other people were killed in that, in that scenario. So it was another mass shooting. Uh, how do you feel about two things driving the bus with COVID and then having the and being aware that that somebody may come in with a gun?
1: Yeah. Um, the gun thing is so random. I, I put it out of my mind. You know, that's that's kind of what I do. I, I put it out of my mind because I figure in this country, Gun gun violence is uh, is part of our life. It's uh, stupid. We're not an advanced culture. We're not uh, great, the way we think we are. We're uh, shamefully arrogant in the fact that uh, guns are way out of control. And as we've witnessed, you know, this week, what what is there? A hundred uh, mass shootings this year. And so we're only eighty some days into this this year. I, I mean, I it's, yeah, I, it, it's stupid. And you watch uh, Congress and the senators uh, bloviate the same words that they always do. I, I'm just disgusted by this whole thing. And you hear people talk about the Second Amendments that uh, Democrats only want to take your guns away. This is just on their agenda. And Republicans, you know, they want uh, people to uh, not lose any gun rights at all. It's, we've heard this. I mean, you and I are both relatively the same age. We're in our 60s. We've heard this for at least 40 years since we started listening to the news. I'm betting the people that are in their 20s and starting to hear the news and start to take it, nece- take it seriously, I bet 40 years from now when you're listening to the news, I'll bet you're hearing the same things, the same sentences, uh, thoughts and prayers that uh, you're hearing now. And, you know, is there a solution? Yeah, there is. But it would be extreme. It would be extreme. And Americans aren't going to give that up. We have two things in America that uh, we're passionate about, above all else. Guns, which is easier to get than it is to vote. We've established that. And we love our cars. And, you know, I think it's cool to love cars. I love cars. But those are the two things. And the other thing that we don't talk about, we dance around the subject way too much. Nobody's flat out saying it. Way out of proportion. So far. So far out of proportion. The statistics are clear. White males are the mass shooters. They are so quick to say that they're crazy and they're out of their mind, which might be true. But, and and this is not a but, it is a fact. There is a reason why that the mass shooters are white Mm -hmm. and that they're crazy. There is a reason that something has driven them crazy and doing mass shooting. And what those things are, there's probably numerous things, but we know it's media and we can put names to it. We can say uh, right wing media is pushing fear. We can say right wing media is pushing uh, that the Democrats want to take away their guns. We can say that left-wing media is pushing that uh, right. Uh, that the right-wing uh, people are dangerous because of their guns, which feeds the fear of right-wing media. So we can say the left-wing takes a little bit a little bit of blame but preponderously it is right-wing media because those are largely white males. And until we define it as a white male crime we're not going to make any movement and how soon are we going to define it as a white male crime
0: i i i have no idea um but i will tell you i will tell you this there were two mass shootings this week one killed 8 one killed 10 mm-hmm. both of the shooters survived that's the other
1: thing that's the other thing they, however this time we made progress because nobody bought that mass shooter a burger <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that and that, that that's very that's very true i you know I don't we have 300 million guns in this country we have more guns than we have people it seems um and we've got people that are interested in well as an example one of the things that I never understood and you're gonna have to explain it to me I drove bus for 11 years. I called in one day because there was a guy standing at the bus stop. He had a nine millimeter on his hip. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's, quite, that's quite all right. That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he had a nine millimeter on his hip and he was standing at the bus stop. So I called it in to, because I never had somebody openly carry that I had to make a decision as to whether or not I was going to let them on the bus or not. And um, I said to uh, the the coordinator as I was pulling up to the bus stop, I have a guy at the bus stop who's wearing a 9 millimeter on his hip. Do I have to let him in? And they said, Does, is he waving the gun around? <laughs> no. It's in his, on his hip. It's in a holster on his hip. What a but you can't deny him access. Yeah. You can't deny a man it because this is an open carry state, and so therefore you cannot deny a man with a gun access. However, if a guy, if a guy's car stops in the parking lot and he has to walk three miles or four miles to the latest or to the nearest um, auto parts store because his battery died, <clears throat> and then he picks up a new battery. And then he decides that's too far to walk with a battery that weighs 50 pounds. I know. I'll take the bus. I can't let him on. For the battery? For a battery. I right thought there. it was
1: because comb- it's combustible?
0: Because uh, the battery is combustible. As, as well as with, uh, I had a guy that uh, had just bought a uh, uh, um, a weed whacker. It was a gasoline-powered weed whacker, and the, the, you could see that the gasoline that was half full of gasoline, and I couldn't let him on the bus. But a guy with an AK-47, <laughs> come on in. It's, you know, it's nice to see if anybody you don't like. Um, I just don't think that that's just, we as a society have got our, our priorities a little screwed up that way. Because I, I, I really think that, that I've seen, I don't know about you, but I, I've seen what the suicide does to a head. To somebody's brain. Oh my God! I've also, I've also seen that. Yeah, me too. But my and my brother-in-law also committed suicide because he had weapons in his possession. Oh God! A bad day, and uh, and his wife had died, and he was having a tough time. And something came up, and he said, "You know, excuse the expression, fuck it, I'm done," and he killed himself. Um. So you know. We we as a society have to decide who we are, and and that's that's why I call this uh, de- declaring our freedom from hate, division, and fear, because we can't live in fear, and we can't promote fear and division and hate anymore. No, we we've survived? reached our <laughs> limit. We it's
1: so obvious we've reached our limit. It's it's either survive or not survive on so many levels. I mean, the the attempted takeover. On January sixth, that that was the sign to me that we're at the breaking point. Yep, yep. You know, no question about it. we're
0: at the breaking point. And so, what I want people to th- to know is that um, this podcast is about um, um, getting rid of hate, division, and fear. Follow us, subscribe to us. Let's make this a movement. Make it, make it grow into something that so that people can understand why. Living in hate, division, and fear is not the way to go. It's not, it's not, and, and that we are all one, that we are, that we're all together and we're all the same people, whether we be white, black, doesn't matter, or, or Asian, or uh, that the first shooting last week, eight Asian women were killed. And it's like, I can't, and, and they were saying, wow, we don't think it's a hate crime. It's like, now, wait a minute.
1: You know, in the rise of, uh, in the rise of attacks on Asians lately is up, you know, over a hundred percent, you know, since the coronavirus. Uh, And frankly, since the prior administration, Trump was uh, talking about it as the China virus as a Kung flu, uh, Kung flu, you know, crap like that. This is, you know, defining it as China's fault, defining it as Asians, uh, Fear, you know, fear the Asians, uh, hate the Asians. Again, you know, we went through this in World War II. It's, it's obnoxious. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. And people talk about making America great again. This is just, it's bullshit. You know, it's got to end. And what more is needed? This is the statement of the year, you know. Like I said before, say what you want about Biden. I think this is his time. And he's come up with, so far in my mind, the statement of the year when he said, Neanderthal thinking has to end. He's right. He's right. He didn't call anybody a Neanderthal like the right wing tried to paint it. He said Neanderthal thinking. And that is exactly what's going on when they talk about Kung Flu or China virus, or uh, stop uh, stop the Democrats from taking our guns. You know they're talking about common sense gun control, background checks, background checks. It's easier to buy a gun than it is to vote. If you want to drive a car, car it's more complicated to get a license. Than it is to buy a gun I used to be a gun owner Mm -hmm. I, When I was living in Monroe Out in the woods I went and got a gun Because of the wildlife And I had an issue with some people out there And where I was living If there's people coming out to the property that you're on They're coming out there for a reason Ding, 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 ding Exactly I'm not going to be squealing like a pig (laughs) Nobody's got
0: to want to do that. My boy, he's got a pretty mouth there on him. <laughs> you know, right. let's, we, we can go talk about that if you like. That'd be so, fun for today.
1: So I bought a shotgun. And I bought a shotgun, which is, you know, a pretty mild weapon when, <laughs> you know, we're talking about an AK-47. And it's uh, probably the best security uh, security weapon you can get because of that click. Everybody recognizes. Everybody recognizes that. So you don't even need ammunition at the time. When, you just have yep. to cock it. That's when the
0: bladder generally goes. <laughs> That's
1: right. And I never had to use it, but, I, you know, I confess that, you know, I felt better than I had it because there were cougar and there were bear. And, you know, there were humans that, uh, <laughs> that why would they be on some property that doesn't look safe to be on, except for people that know that uh you, you shouldn't, except for people that know they can be there.
0: Because there's so, nobody else around, and so it's just if they're looking for somebody to get, then it's just you versus them. That's um, right. You know, I, and I've, I've been around a while, like you have, and mm-hmm. I've had several neighbors that have, that have um, had home invasions. Yeah. Well, <laughs> help me understand this. Had a, had a, two doors down was somebody that had a catering business. It was a, they had a truck. It was actually a catering truck. They had a truck and they would go park at someplace. They would cook lunches for people and, and do that sort of thing. And then they'd come back. Okay. Um, they, were, they were Asian and they, they had a really going concern. Well, because they would work all day really hard. It's hard work to do that, by the way. They would work really hard all day. They would bring their truck home, park it, and the receipts from the day would go in the house with them because the banks were closed. And so they thought, hey, I got an idea. We should probably buy some guns to protect our the money that we have coming in every day. Um, and and they said, okay, that's a good idea. So they went and bought some guns. Well, then the word got out that, Hey, there are two things in that house. There's money and there's guns. Oh no! And so people came and and oh, no, a you know, you know, home invasion and and took the guns, took the money, and um, and fortunately didn't hurt anybody badly. But uh, we have so it it just drives me crazy that, that I've lived in my house in various houses for forty years. I've never had any anybody try and do a home invasion principally because they know I ain't got shit. So I don't have anything worth coming to steal because there's nothing there to steal. So, you know, I don't.
1: been invaded twice when I was in town live. When I live in town, I had a guy come into my bedroom. It was probably when I was living at high school, I was in high school and a guy came in my bedroom window. And, My my bed was underneath the window, and he was standing on my bed, straddle-legged. And I just uh, kicked up my leg, and I, I kicked him in the balls. And he grabbed his balls, and he fell back out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was one.
0: <laughs> How far did he fall out the window?
1: Well, it was just one story. But I did hear <laughs> But I did hear, (laughs) fuck, fuck. (laughs) I heard him run off. (laughs) That was good.
0: Oh, good for you. Congratulations.
1: And then then a few months later, a guy came in our back door, and I chased him out the front door with a hockey stick. (laughs) (laughs) But that was in town. And I felt, you know, that I, I knew people. When I moved out to Monroe, I was out of my element. You know, because that's a whole different Yep. Yeah. Those people have guns. Those people are of different I'm not saying bad things about good people in Monroe. I'm saying, you know, things about hillbillies, you know, that do live in these woods, that have a different mindset, that know they don't mess around. They just know how to kill or they know how to maim or you know, they're they know what to do. And I don't. I don't have a clue.
0: So no, there's a time really-
1: yeah there's a time to get a gun and when i moved out of monroe i I sold the gun i don't need a gun in here i don't have like you i don't have anything worthwhile if somebody i've got artwork that i love but nobody else is going to like my artwork and that's you know that's the only thing that's precious to me
0: yeah well you know it's it's i was um i told you that i was a chicken salesman for a company out of arkansas
1: yeah,
0: we were sitting around with uh, several of the sales reps and other folks that that live there. See, I live in Seattle, and I would just go there for the occasional meeting, and right. then I would have to stay in like the third floor of a hotel because they got bugs, and I didn't want to get you know have a snake wander in or whatever. Anyway, I was just paranoid. Okay. But in any event, so we we're standing around talking, and and uh, I was saying, well, now what? What about you know? Ding, 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 ding. Do you have really, honestly, have those people that live here? And and one one guy said, I'm telling you, there's a road I just will not go down. It's it's a scary road down there. And there are people that I don't know that they've ever seen a car, let alone somebody else. But they're, I mean, he's like, no, no, we have got, we've got our share of those kinds of folks that are, they live in a whole different environment. They live much closer to the earth. They they eat things that you would make Gus puke, and and stuff like that. But he said no. They're 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 real and they're there. How interesting!
1: Wouldn't so, you love to be able to just uh, go into that world, like have the predator suit? You know, <laughs> be invisible, and they walk into that just just to observe for a day. You know, without oh. judgment, without judgment, because those people are raised there. That's their environment. and That's how they get by. And, you know, you could have your juice pack and, you know, some you know, Pop-Tarts or something that you like and just snack on it. And watch these people eat their frogs and squirrels and, you know, whatever else that they snack on and and how they spend their day. Because I'm sure they've got some wonderful music. I've heard those people jam. I'm sure.
0: You I know I, you got to do some with your time. I would. Imagine. Yeah, you do. But you know, and then and then these folks that live in—have you ever uh, spent much time in the South? Yeah, I have spent a little time in the South uh, in the summer. Yes. What, what? What? Which state were you in?
1: Uh, well, a number, but Tennessee—I remember significantly Tennessee and Alabama.
0: Yeah. Now, Alabama. Now, it, Alabama, now the the temperature there gets into the nineties with the humidity in the nineties. A hundred percent, hundred percent humidity.
1: Hundred and fourteen degrees. Oh, God. You could you could take a shower, go outside and not know you left
0: the shower. <laughs> <laughs> and people actually live there. And people lived there a hundred years ago when there was no air conditioning. Yes. It it amazes me the resilience of the human of the human spirit and, and what people are capable of and under what conditions they're capable of living. Um you know it's like it's like on a wagon train in the 800s um <laughs> on the wagon train in the 1800s when people were going through that and they'd gone to Oklahoma and stuff and then they say okay no this is good enough we'll stop it's like no way Oregon's <laughs> not that far really you can go to Oregon and it's nice up there but they don't they don't get it by the way but uh, Paul uh, paulette says hi <laughs> <Hey>, paulette <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a pleasure having you paulette because we are just having we're just having a really good time as a matter of fact you listen to this and then and i know you listen to eric's do you listen to any of the other podcasts that i've put up we'll wait for her to respond respond though she might but in, but in any event, it's, it's a, uh, you know, we, we live in, we live in weird times and I really hope that, uh, that we can get it together because, and that's what, um, well, tell me what you think of that, about this. Do you think that um, the tagline, because the the, and I, I will ask anybody's opinion on this, the tagline for my independence report is declaring our independence from hate, division and fear. I've asked, somebody said that I should copyright that. What do you think? Oh, hell yeah. Yes, you should.
1: I mean, if uh, Paris Hilton can copyright, what well, what the hell did she copyright?
0: I don't know. Uh, well, <laughs> oh, Paris Hilton. I was thinking of Britney Spears. I know what she should have Stop copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> getting out of a Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: She figured out how one to leg do at that. a time. <laughs> one leg at a time. Yeah. <laughs> she has so so. so, good so has Paulette,
0: this. I know that you have listened to some. Do you like them? And do you have any suggestions for me? So this is your chance to get on your showbox. Um, so so anyway, Paris Hilton. What did she do? She she uh, copyrighted uh, a
1: phrase, and I can't remember what it was, but it was kind of a big deal because she was the first one to copyright a phrase.
0: But you should definitely do that. You should definitely do that. Well, because it, it, it what is what I'm finding is it, it really is resonating with people. Well, it's a great phrase. It's a great so phrase coming from an author. I'll take that as as being a high compliment.
1: Yeah. Well, you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it defines everything about your show. It defines everything about your attitude towards life. You know, do it do
0: it baby i do it i've heard that before do Um, it do it, man so no i i I shall by the way uh what time do we have oh we're we're getting close to we've been doing this 40 minutes can you believe it time flies man yes time flies when do you want to introduce um um our new segment oh anytime you'd like we Mm. can both get hats for that
1: kind of thing (laughs) well, well <laughs> we should we should get
0: hats for that uh well go i'll tell you what, I'll tell you, what you go get a hat and uh-huh. i'll hold the fort and then when you get your hat i will go get my hat and you hold the fort why don't i get hats for both of us uh you don't live where i live <laughs> unless you can uh um, magically send it over that would that would be good By the way, we're talking with Eric Hall. He is a fellow bus driver and a really cool dude. And he's also an author in budding. He's written short stories. He's going to be writing a lot more. And uh, it's really is nice that uh, um, that that he's part of the show today. (laughs) And there's. Paulette doesn't have a soapbox, but she I do have some very interesting guests. And you know, a lot of the folks that we have on, I'll talk about my independence report while he's doing that. Uh well, I guess I won't because he's done doing that. So uh um oh, he's got a yo oh uh oh. Yeah, uh-oh, we've outed you. Are you are you wearing a supervisor hat? No, this
1: is a brand new. Uh, hat that metro is sponsoring because i just got new uniform stuff in january that i haven't worn yet Oh, because you wow. know they give us uh, you know they give us a stipend every year for uniforms yep and over the last uh, three years i've built up uh, a uniform stash where i just decided to accessorize myself this year with a number of things if you want uh, if
0: you want if you want more stuff I've, i've got i've got plenty Oh, is that right? Your stuff would probably fit me just fine, too. <laughs> what's, your, what's your inseam?
1: Gosh, that's so personal. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, let me get a wide-angle wide, wide angle lens here. Do you,
0: do you remember the first? Do you remember, I remember when I was a kid, and I had to get a suit for some reason, and uh, – um, I think it was a, for a funeral or something, and so my mother and I went to Nordstrom to have, get fitted for a suit. And this woman grabbed me by the crotch, virtually, because she was she was checking my inseam, and, and it was like I looked at my mom, and she said, "That's okay, they do that here." It's like, oh, really? <laughs> can we come back next week? <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, can I pick? Can I pick who is going to do my inseam? It's it's the same it's the same thing as like when you, when you it's the same thing as like when you when you go to have your you know what kills me too on uh, since we're on uh, disgusting topics. Um there all right. We always seem to go every every year or two we are supposed to go and have a physical done to make sure we pass the physical so that we can continue to drive. It is uh, CDL. Uh, requirements and and uh, people do di- do them differently in, in a physical. Some people just sit there and say they take your blood pressure and they ask how you're feeling. If you're feeling fine, that's like the, then you go home. But if, if with the uh, medical stuff, they require you, they require them to do a little bit more. And sometimes a little bit more can be a little um, invasive. <laughs> They check your underwear. Well, no, the, the underwear comes down and the backdrop <laughs> goes down, and you go over the you go over the uh over the bed, and then you've got some oh, guy yeah. go flap with his yeah. with his thing, and there you are. And uh, I'll never forget. I had one of those experiences where the two doctors were outside my room going, "I don't want to do that." Do you? Will you? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I was looking for a Thursday off. I'll give you. I'll trade you Thursday. Really? Oh, god. oh my god! I'll, I'll trade you Thursday for Friday, If you go do that physical part. Oh then no. I'm not. I don't want to do that.
1: Jeez. So, so I heard. That's, that's worse than being picked last for basketball, man. It
0: is. <laughs> oh, so I was sitting in there, and the and the doctor came in, and I said, "I heard your discussion. You're off the hook. You don't." Know you, you don't have to do any. And he said, "Oh, you heard that, did you?" And I said, "Yeah, I did." And and he said, "Well, sorry, but you can't blame me now, can you?" <laughs> uh, and I I actually said, "Well, you know, really, I guess no, I can't." Oh, it Takes takes a special kind of guy to to. Uh, Turn you around, bend you over, and then with excitement say, your prostate is normal. (laughs) I know, right? Okay. Well, you, you hold the fort, and I'll be right back.
1: Okay. So this is what it's like to hold the fort. Let's see. When was the last time I held the fort? I'm trying to think. And why would I hold the fort? I'm a Native American. That's not what we do. That's, that's sort of a tragic uh, tragic thing. But anyway, this segment that we're going to talk about is uh, bus drivers that uh, get to know each other. And, and it's interesting because we, we develop pretty good friendships in a way that uh, we've got only a few minutes to get to know each other, and uh, we do. And... Some of these people, I think because we have five minutes to get to know each other. <laughs> See, <laughs> we just accept them for who
0: they are. <laughs> That's it. You know, I, I, I came up with that uh, a long time ago because my mother, my mother and my sister said, well, how do you make friends? Because I, I said, like, well, I, as an example, uh, you have Wednesday or Tuesday, Wednesday off, right? Right. Yep. What time do you report to work tomorrow? Uh, six Oh nine. See, and, and I, so when somebody says, wait a minute, wait a minute, you go to work at six Oh nine. Why did you go to work at six or six 15 or on the quarter hour? Explain why that is. Well, because I have to be
1: in, uh, at, uh, California Atlantic at, uh, seven at, uh, six 57
0: doing my first the- pickup. So you've got to be, so, so everybody's times are staggered. That's right. Uh, they've got 18 minutes, to, uh, basically, or, or a certain amount of time, depending on if it's a road relief, you're getting in a car, you got to take a bus or to, to go, got to take a bus to go ride your bus. That's right. You, you know, but, uh, so you, you, everything changes every shakeup and you just had a shakeup. Now shakeups happen every form three months, three times a year.
1: Yeah, three months, uh, twice a year, every three months. So like a uh, springtime, March, April, May, June, and then June, July, August. So in September, we start a six-month drive until I think it's March, something like that. September, October, November, December, January, February, March. Yeah, March. So a six-month long. And I'm not sure why it's like that. Why we do six months and just why not uh, three, four month periods in a year? The union arrived at that, as I understand it. That's okay with me. I think the shakeups were a good idea. I think they do that for a couple of reasons. It it keeps us from being too, oh, locked into one route where we sort of just become automatic in our thinking, which then becomes easy to turn a lot of external input off. Which creates a hazardous, as you might imagine, hazardous situation because we're not paying attention to everything that we really should. And two, for our personal safety, because let's like we've been talking about, you know, the people out there that are a little bit off of buy guns and do things uh, bad to people. If they know where that driver is going to be every day at every time, they may start hunting specific drivers. So if they shake it up a little bit, it's it's our in our own safety too keep us moving around a little bit that's my theory but uh i think that's uh that's one that applies
0: well i'll give you another theory is that um in king county there are like 300 different bus routes um somewhere's in there um on any given um any given uh uh, rush hour there are 1200 buses on the road all not all bus routes are even or equal there are some that are joyous to behold and you have to have a lot of seniority to be able to pick those so true and there are some that are less than joyful and some that are downright uh ugly oh boy oh boy! and uh um, so if you have the opportunity if you can see if you if you pick the same thing and you're stuck with it for the rest of time uh, you would probably say, "Screw this! I'm leaving," because now at, the, at least you can go. I only can. I only have to deal with this for six months or for three months or whatever. That's you know, I, I've had people assaulted right in front of me on the A line, uh, which is uh, a nasty piece of work, and yeah. and I would mm-hmm. never pick that. I I swore I would never pick that again, nor have I. So I've, I've done that route. I know what you're talking about. You know, so so. We, as bus drivers, there are so many of us that you get, and the, the reason I picked, I was telling my mother about about five minutes at a time, is that, say, for instance, as an example, you're tomorrow you're going to sign in at 09, and I'm going to sign in at 12. So you sign in, and you're still there physically. When I sign in, because you've only been there a couple of moments, then we have five minutes or less to exchange thoughts. Make comments to do stuff before you go out to your bus or you go to your base car or whatever. so over the course of five or six months, you can develop a friendship with somebody based upon five minutes at a time Cause yeah. that's how at. and uh and so uh, we thought that that would be kind of fun to uh to play with on on the show a little bit and uh, what do you think about that huh <laughs> yeah,
1: I think it's a great concept, a lot of fun. Yes, a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: So let me ask you before we before we begin that, have you made friends based on five minutes at a time? Oh sure, oh sure,
1: yeah. In fact, there's uh, a number of people, number of people. There's uh, one guy that's uh, deaf. He wears hearing aids, and I speak louder. <laughs> <laughs> But he and I would certainly say that uh, he and I are friends now. Yeah, we have similar senses of humor, and uh, we see each other around. And we have similar driving styles. I've seen him out on on the same routes. We have similar uh, seniority. So our routes are always, you know, we're always leaving at about the same time on similar routes. And I see him on, uh, he might be coming on a route that I'm leaving on and so forth. And here's something that... Uh, Not all bus drivers are as considerate to other bus drivers as maybe we'd all like to be. No. That's true. Some are, uh, maybe they're not aware, maybe that they're hurried, always. Maybe that they're, you know, just don't care about other people. You know, I, I don't know. But some of us, you know, we make an effort. If we see another bus, we'll make room for that other bus. Rather than, you know, crowding a corner, we see them coming and we know that they're going to get to that corner first so they can clear that corner. Or if it's a a tight uh, arterial and there's cars parked on both sides and have room to pull over, uh, we'll pull over, let the other bus by. You know, there's all these things that you can do. Um, And some drivers are better doing that than others. And he and I are both good at uh, making room when the other one has, you know, priority or whatever you call it, first come, first serve. Because both he and I have been first come, first serve at different points in time. And that's been perfectly apparent to eat both of us, you know. So we, you know, wave at each other and, you know, thumbs up, you know, thanks for thinking of it, that sort of thing. And, you know, yeah.
0: if it, it works, you know. <laughs> Sometimes it works. I am, but, but sometimes it just doesn't work so good you no. know who ron white is
1: yes he's that every comedian time, with, with the scotch
0: yeah the cigar every time, yeah every time i say this line i have to give him credit because i didn't write it i didn't didn't say it but well, i do say it but because uh um Like he says in his kit that's, um, I got thrown out of a bar in New York City. (laughs) One of the the lines he uses on there is, uh, I have the right to remain silent, but I didn't have the ability. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to give him credit for that. One time I was standing at the window. I just signed in and was waiting for my time to go. And a, a young uh, African-American uh, gal with attitude, sometimes Uh-oh. they they just naturally have attitude, uh, yeah. came in, signed in, and then she looked at um, um, the, the mail and stuff, and she said, well, this is going to be a fucking lousy day. Oh, no. Yeah, that's oh, what no. I said. And I said, you know, I, I, I said, it's, it's hard when your day starts off that bad, so I hope it gets better for you. And she nice. looked at me and said, what are you getting in my business for? I'm sure really oh yeah. So there, there's so there are times when you even in your five minutes you need to make sure and <laughs> so for the rest <laughs> of that shakeup, every time she would walk in, I got glared at. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She was she was um determined that and, and there was a chief standing right there, and uh he because she went outside and she brought another Fella, in and was talking about somebody's getting in my business and talking about my business to this other guy, and then pointed me out. Good and so Lord! Chief. The chief had to call her over to say we we don't because because I he'd he'd heard what I said, and what I said was you know you know it's better to have a nice day than to start to, and and was trying to be positive and stuff, and she was and she wasn't having any of it, and so she was wow. you know. <laughs> it was funny because the guy that she brought in with them i'm friendly with big tall guy and and he said i can't believe that was him he hardly says anything to anybody they talking about me and uh but there are some sometimes you you have to be very careful even when you're in 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 the bus and of course i don't keep i i have trouble keeping my mouth shut that's why i do this okay <laughs>
1: I've been known to have an opinion or two myself and I I sometimes don't keep them to myself. You but but
0: you but you're you are you do it from a you do it from a place of positivity and love, don't you?
1: Oh always 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 Kevin. I've everybody that knows me knows that I always have something positive to say.
0: <laughs> even, even if it doesn't come out as positive, it still is you you're, you're still trying to Put something out there that, that uh, the rest of humanity can can hang on and, and not joke on. Are you? Is look, there lightning? Jump. I was just
1: looking for lightning.
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of which, before before we, I got I got to tell you this. Did you hear about this story? Which happened one? It happened day before yesterday. The gal, she is on the Olympic team for surfing. No, twenty two years old. I didn't know we had an Olympic surfing team. She's not from here. She's from Australia, I believe it is. Okay. And then she was on the beach, sunny day with and talking to a friend from somewhere. Lightning came out of the sky, hit her, and killed her. You're kidding me. No. 22 years old. I read that yesterday and was like, holy crap. That's 22. horrible. It is. It was. It, it's horrible. It's all. That's just. That's that's why you got to have laughter and 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 love in your life because I'll tell you, you just don't know. Wow, that is unfair. Yeah, twenty-two beautiful kid, um, very talented as as a surfer, and really? was on the because the the Olympics this year are having surfing for the first time, so she was wow. going to be a first time Olympic surfer and now she's not and it's just it's just so god that's
1: heartbreaking man
0: it really is it really is and so that coupled with the shooting that killed eight shooting that killed 10 we're having a 100 shootings a year we have a 100 people we have people dying of overdoses and stuff i could really make myself depressed if i was if i had a mind to (sighs) well it's uh it's left me speechless. <laughs> I, don't know. I, know, I know you were that. I just was that? I just had, I just had to, um and to, to uh um god damn Zeus. Yeah I know because you know and that's that's again is one of those moments in time that you'll never get back. And and in her case it apparently it killed her instantly, and they don't know there wasn't, it wasn't thundering and lightning and there wasn't a lot of, it was, it was pretty clear. So that was just really strange. Wow. Just, that is bizarre. But it's, it's just like the, uh, um, the bus driver that was driving down the road and all of a sudden, suddenly saw a guy with a gun that was, uh, started to shoot at him. And he fortunately had the frame of mind to turn to back up the bus and to get out of there which was and and he still was shot and so you never know you never know how do you deal with i'm just curious before we, we because this is one of those things that we would have a conversation with five minutes before we leave how do you deal with the, the stuff like that that is uh that is so random and so and it can happen to you at any given time
1: i i put it out of my mind i put it so far out of my mind it, it's like um I put it in another world. It's, it's like eating. Um, it would be like eating sushi in Kenya. It's just not going to happen in my lifetime.
0: You're going to have snake there, but you're not going to have sushi. I'm
1: that's- not going to have sushi sushi in Kenya. I can pretty much guarantee that's not an experience I'm going to have. And if I get shot driving a bus, mm, I don't know what the percentage of... Uh, what the percentage that of chance that's going to be? I guess that's possible, but uh, what's the probability of that?
0: Very, very low. We're very, I, we're very lucky.
1: I, I've had some people threaten me, and the people that I've looked at that uh, have threatened me—one, one guy looked as dangerous as Don Knotts, soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy, he did look a little bit dangerous. But uh, my reaction to such things is, is uh, so non-threatening and so unmoved by somebody that threatens me, I can't imagine that they would feel threatened to react. How, what could you possibly do to somebody that make them threaten you? See, that's the thing. You know, I'm, I'm not the kind of person, I'm not one of these authoritative people, do what i say god damn it, people. So that doesn't put me in a position of conflict enough where people want to shoot me or hit me. It just doesn't. I don't care if people pay. I don't. I care if people wear a mask. I ask them to wear a mask. I'm obnoxious about it lately where I've pulled the bus over and I will open up the doors and I play that, uh, um uh, PA that says, you know, it's federally mandated that you wear a mask. And I've announced to people that uh, don't, don't listen to it and say, you know, I'm not going to move the bus until you put your mask on, put it on properly, and then we'll move forward. And people do, you know, there's peer pressure now to wear the mask. I've done that because everybody's in danger. And I figure I've got to take responsibility for other people's lives. But other than that, I don't care if people pay, if people are playing their music loud, that bothers me, but they're on the, they're on the bus for maybe five, 10 minutes. I'm not going to let it bother me that much. If they're complaining that the bus is too hot or too cold, um, I compliment, boy, that's a nice coat you got. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're on the bus for five or 10 minutes. I could keep them talking for five or 10 minutes till they leave the bus, if I have to. Otherwise, I ignore them. You know, so in other words, I, I'm saying in a very subtle way, I try to outwit them. I try to, you know, uh, what do they say? Disengage the, I cool down the situation. I don't try to escalate. I deescalate the, the situation. That's all I try to do. Otherwise, I ignore it. I de-escalate or I ignore it. Doesn't exist unless you acknowledge it.
0: That's that is that like I said, I have the ability to remain silent. No, I have the right to remain silent, but sometimes I just don't have the ability.
1: Exactly. Ron White is he's the philosopher of our era.
0: He he really is because I'll tell you, there are times when I just can't shut up to save my life. Tater salad saying? is on to
1: something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and it's, it makes it really, really hard when when somebody does something that is so outlandishly stupid, and then you have to try and ignore it. Um, and then, you know, I was thinking about this as I was following a bus yesterday going, I really don't want to be responsible for anybody anymore. Because you, it's hard when you have to be responsible for, you got 50 people on a bus. And you got somebody that is being an idiot on the bus and you're trying and, and you have to try and protect the other people from that guy and, and and stuff. It's just is, it's just, no, thank you. I'm, I'm just as soon do this. I just as soon do this. So you're doing what you're best at. This is your calling, man. Well, as, as, as it is for you too, uh, because I'm going to make you do this more. Paulette, (laughs) should I make you do this more? Let's see what she says. I got, I got a feeling. I know what she's gonna say, but uh, <laughs> at least I'm guessing. But I, 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 think that you should. Uh, on, on every Wednesday, we're gonna talk about um, the 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 shows that I've done and some of the things that were that were about and and stuff. And and because you're you are a nice breath of fresh air. You're actually normal. Uh, well, not that you, my very... not that my guests are not normal. They're all. But what very... did you say? What did you say? I said you're normal. Kind okay. of.
1: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I don't ever hear that you know i recorded that i knew you were going to say it and i recorded it. i gotta play it when people uh you know in fact i gotta put uh, it as a pa tomorrow on the bus yeah, as a matter of fact oh i get that cross look somebody looks at me I to, <laughs> you are now, normal
0: now sadly i have to report that paulette apparently is not as enamored with you as i thought yes oh, and, oh there, look at that there she is oh. she wants you to do more stuff with me because we, we we actually do pretty well. We're pretty funny, um, so and I appreciate it. So, but we've been doing this for an hour. Uh, we're going to have to put off our five minute uh, escapade till next <laughs> time.
1: I don't so know hard how. Writing we, that
0: <laughs> uh, it was my idea. <laughs> oh, Paul, said, I never said I that. Never in said I'm just kidding, you, Paulette. I know that I know that you're a friend of Eric's, and I I really appreciate you listening. I really do. So do I. Thank you, Paulette. It is it, it's, it's great having you here. Is there anything that you would like to tell the world? Keep wearing the mask.
1: Keep wearing your mask. I got vaccinated yesterday. My first my first shot. How did it feel? Were you Were you okay? I felt great most of the day. And then it came about 5 o'clock, 5.30, and I just shut down. Man. But I did quite a bit of stuff yesterday. I felt uh, I may have overdone it. Um, Did a lot of stuff around the house, some yard work, and some stuff out in the shop. And it came time about 5 o'clock. Man, oof. I couldn't even finish a movie. I just turned it off, and I went to sleep. Really? So, Yeah. I went. I think I was out by six thirty.
0: Wow!
1: Yeah, I woke up at one thirty, and I think I was, you know, I was okay
0: by one thirty a.m. Now, do you have to get the second shot? Yeah, in two weeks. Oh, very good. Now, I haven't gone to get that shot yet, and I'm, I'm kind of debating as to whether I should wait for, until all you guys have it done, and then, then I'll go do it. But oh, don't wait! Don't wait. There's no <laughs> a- reason. No no I don't see anybody right. anyway. So, huh? I don't see anybody anyway. It's, well, still,
1: yeah, still, you're right. You could get a rand, random. molecules exist.
0: Oh God, <laughs> that's <makes me> terrible. <laughs> I mean, excuse me, Doc. I seem to have random molecules. <laughs> what? You're coming apart. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh.
1: Ever wave your hand in front of a TV? <laughs>
0: check it exactly. out man it's it's, it's magical it's <laughs> man i have molecules that seem to be parts of me are just falling off <laughs> that's right so, i'm not going to mention well never mind uh, <laughs> do we'll just well at that point at that point <laughs> we'll just have kind of overdone it
1: so. <clears throat> eric hall given give a
0: you're going to have to write something for us for next time. And then we're going to do, we're going to start our five minute, making a friend five minutes at a time. Sounds good. So anything else you'd like to add? Oh, now I'm good, man.
1: I'm good. I mean, all kinds of things, but we're out of time. We'll see you yeah. for next
0: week. Okay. And uh, although we could do it. Uh, White people do- stop killing people. Yes, please do it. <laughs> Yes. Please do. And if you are full of hate division and fear, um you need to leave, quite frankly. Yes. We have no use for you anymore. That's right. We some of us are going to get a little militant about this because if you're full of hate division and fear, I don't want to see you around anybody that I know. Excellent. So, because you, that that has no positivity and no bearing in life. And uh, if you want to go uh, sit in the woods with somebody in Arkansas that uh, that hasn't had a bath in a month, that's up to you. Go do that. <laughs> stay away from my, <laughs> stay away from people that I love and that love me because I don't want. Uh, if you if you're full of hate, division, and fear, forget about it. Forget it. Just forget about it. Eric yes. Hall, thank you so much. We will see you next Wednesday at thank noon. You, Kevin. Tell, tell your friends. Bye, Kenya. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, have yourself a wonderful day. Now, you've got the rest of today off, and then you have to go back to the salt mine tomorrow.
1: That's right. That's well, right. may God
0: have mercy on your soul. Thank you, sir. I'm going to try to mow the
1: line without getting hit by lightning. That would be
0: good. <laughs> okay. That would be good. Take Bye. care of yourself, my friend. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Kevin. Bye-bye. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.